Undressed. Father God, in Jesus' name, I come to you now, humbling myself before you, seeking your face and presence, asking you to pour out your spirit upon us. I pray that your spirit will flow through us like a rushing river. I pray that you will help us to overcome the sin that has a grip on our lives. I pray that this message will help us to examine ourselves and encourage one another to speak the truth. Lord, I pray that you will bestow upon me the full armor of God found in Ephesians chapter 6, the helmet of salvation in Jesus' name, the breast piece of righteousness in Jesus' name, the shield of faith in Jesus' name, the sword of your word in Jesus' name, the belt of truth in Jesus' name, and the shoes of peace in Jesus' name. For no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up in judgment shall be condemned. Isaiah 54, 17. A humbly ask that you will help us not to judge one another matthew chapter 7 verse 1 reads do not judge others and you will not be judged the purpose of this message is to bring to light what many believe is hidden in, in the dark matthew chapter 10 verse 26 reads but don't be afraid of those who threaten you for the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed and all that is secret will be made known to all my family's dark secrets have been tucked away with money and cheap food. This is the backstory of one of my sisters. This episode is to expose the physical, emotional, and sexual abuse she endured in the earlier years of her life and continued to be faithful to the Lord. My sister was born on March 13, 1983. My mom was 21 when she gave birth to her. Her story has never been told to the pain it causes her day and night. I met my sister when I was five years old. The events leading up to my birth, no one wants to truly expose because it's their little secret. When we meet a person, we don't know anything about them until they tell us their story. Revelation chapter 12 verse 11 reads, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Revelation chapter 12 in context is referring to the woman and the dragon. The woman represents God's faithful people. We will all become his bride in Revelation chapter 19 if we remain faithful to our Lord until the end. The dragon is Satan how we truly show that we are walking with the lord there will be no fear the devil teaches us to have fear in our hearts as early as possible how is satan able to keep us bound by telling us the lies that we believe once we are enlightened by the word of god and applying his word to our lives the enemy can no longer tell us the lie the devil is the father of all lies ever ever written her testimony once again has been tucked away because of the guilt and shame by her abusers. They knew it was wrong from the beginning. The enemy told them a lie and they believed it. They are too young to remember or know what's going on. This episode has been laid so heavy on my heart to share a testimony from the things that I have physically seen, from things that she has told me and little rumors that I've also heard.
and there were some things that through prayer I have seen in visions. My sister's dad was also a drug addict. Her abuse, I was told, started very early with her biological father. He, he asked my mom to open up her diaper and fill on her while the two of them would have sexual intercourse. My mom would also open her legs at times when she think when no one was around and have my sister suck on her vagina. She was two years old when my older sister was born. By then, my mom didn't want him to abuse the both of them. By then, he had become physically sex and sexually abusive to my mom. No matter if my mom said no, he took it. My mom left him and moved back in with my granny for a short season. Her dad would sneak by and continue to abuse her. These were secrets that my granny never told my mom until years later. He would come and get his fill and he would leave. My mom wasn't aware. My granny would have let him come knowing their history. At the time, my mom didn't know the effects of sexual abuse, no matter the age, because my granny didn't teach her it was wrong. She encouraged the abuse for her own selfish benefit. By the age of three, my sister had been sexually abused from what I have seen in visions and the things, some, a few things that she has told me by a few of my mom's tricks, her dad, and when she started to and she started to sexually abuse my older sister. She would lick her vagina and my mom couldn't get her to stop. She let her go live with my granny for two years and the sexual abuse continued. My mom took her with a couple of her other tricks. My uncle would also ask her to sit on his lap and ride him like a pony. She would be in the room and he would fill on my sister. There was times that I saw in a vision, he stuck the tip of his penis inside of her and he would give her hush money to keep her quiet. This all happened while my granny was in the other room I saw in a vision. These are parts of her life that she chooses not to share because of the pain. My mom used to let her drink beer in hopes that she would forget. When my mom was pregnant with me, my sister told me once, that my mom pulled a knife on her. I was once I was born, my sister got too old for the adults. They in my family, they stop abusing you once they figure out that you're too old and you can say no. So later, when I came along, I remember I have memories of her from early as when I was 2 and she was 7. She started to sneak around and dry hunt my uncle's son and she would sneak into my stepdad's son's room. She had became a sex addict at a very young age. When I was two, I truly started to see what she was doing to us and others. I would always tell on her. She used to try to stick her fingers inside me when she would have to change my diaper. She used to change my diapers until I turned two and my brother was born. She used to sneak around and dry hump my sister. She would fight me for telling because she knew she was going to get in trouble. 
at that time she didn't have much control over her sexual and her sexual behavior and neither her anger her abuse used to be different times throughout the days the only way you will know sexual abuse is wrong is if someone tells you she suffered in the dark being bribed with money beer cheap food and special privileges to keep quiet one day i caught her when i was four years old and my brother was two my mom told me to watch her she was potty training him she would have to hold his weenie to aim him into aiming into the toilet but that's not what my mom told her to do that's why i was on watch one day she was on her knees and i saw it in her mouth my mom started to physically abuse her to try to make her stop but she couldn't control it she used to dry hump her pillow and later taught me how she was upset with when her mush, hush money stopped coming the money went to me and she was always pushing me out of the way to get the money my sister learned early on you have to take care of your brothers and sisters even swap no swindle fake it till you make it the physical abuse i endured from her was between the ages of when i was three to ten she used to push me out the bed break my stuff and blame me to get me in trouble try to finger me at night sometimes smother me with the pillow and sit on top of my head i later learned that was what my mom used to do to her when we used to fight a lot she used to take almost everything i got and taught my older sister to do the same my mom didn't show she cared my mom had to always spank her for something my mom thought that's how you get her to stop but the abuse got worse my mom and sister would argue once i turned once i turned five and she was ten my sister didn't want to clean up or do anything so she would make me do it my mom didn't see what i had went through she only cared that it was done and didn't have to do it herself my mom to this day is very lazy and was the worst after she had my youngest sister when my sister was 13 she wanted to run away but was too afraid to leave us there with my mom when i was eight years old she was 13 we got kind of close she didn't try to fight with me I was what they called a flunky. I did whatever she asked me to do. She wasn't mean, but my mom used to pin us against each other. My mom used to instigate fights and spank us for them later. My mom started to close hand hit her and she took the abuse. My mom was very controlling and bossed her around. My sister got a job working at the neighborhood grocery store when she was 16. She was saving money to move away at 18. She couldn't open the account without a parent or guardian permission or signing off. My mom let her open the account and she stole all the money, claiming she did it so she wouldn't try to run away again like she did when she was 13. Around that same time, my mom had relapsed after being five years clean from crack cocaine. When she started running away and telling my mom, my mom used to con people out of money using us as pawns so she can get high my mom used to call my sister very evil names and still do and i was too and i was too young to see what my mom was doing to her in the beginning 
when my mom didn't get her way she would she would use us to hit her or call her names she did the same to me when my sister started working my mom used to try to take all of her money at the time my mom had stole money from my stepdad my sister my granddad me from my piggy bank and the rest of us she was taking my hush money and spending it on crack cocaine my oldest sister caught the worst of the abuse my mom treated her very badly and expected me not to remember oh i remember her testimony haunts me at times we wasn't able to sleep when my mom would get when my mom would go out getting high she would come in and out all night the arguments between my mom and stepdad would keep us up i've seen my dad my stepdad pull a knife on my mom multiple times trying to make her stay home my mom used to come in the room and say who hit you i'll give you a dollar if you tell me get up and go pee and she would stick her fingers in our mouth and try to fill on us asking us if we peed on ourselves my oldest sister started to cuss her out she went and fight my mom my sister got saved at the age of seven years old my old my sister knew about god at a young age she taught me how to fast dance a little bit and how to clean up enough to not get a whooping by my mom my sister kept her mouth shut and wouldn't tell what was happening in fear of my mom my sister finally couldn't take the abuse anymore i was too young to let go and forgive she knew how to forgive i didn't when my sister was 16 i was 11. we fought for the last time she fought me and my mom that day she left with her hair snatched out from the root i made her nose bleed and my mom left a lump on her head she finally said no more and ran away for good she tried to stay with family but they kept sending her back from the ages of 13 to 16. my mom used to think it was funny to mistreat my older sisters when she would talk on the phone and laugh about it my sister at 17 had to come until she was 18. my mom treated her so bad she used to get mad and throw her stuff outside when she worked too late or wouldn't give her money my sister started dating an older guy and he helped her move out on her 18th birthday i was 13 at the time and was mad at my mom for the way she treated all of us i started standing up for myself once she left i started at 10 for myself but everyone else at 13 once she left i felt like i had to step it up i learned from my sister don't be a fool and let her drag you hit her back my sister would come around sometimes but at 18 she was going out drinking in club and she didn't want nobody to know she likes to keep her sinful life behind and quiet she doesn't like to share much the amount she shared through the years taught me to stand up for myself and the things that i've seen her go through she was physically abused by this man and we didn't know because she didn't come around that much because my mom was pushing her away she worried about us but she knows she had to go one day she took us out to eat my sister did 
but we didn't get permission. My mom was upset. She picked up a rice pot and was going for my sister. I started cussing at her from the bathroom and she hit me in the head with the pot three times. I had a lump, but no concussion. I scratched my mom in the neck really deep that day. My sister called the police. She was arrested. And my sister after that started taking me to church with her every week. She was in a physically abusive relationship, still seeking God. She left him after five years. We can't judge her because we don't know her story. She moved away after leaving him, started going to college, and her life was going in the right direction. My mom wished, begged, and prayed on her downfall daily. I seen the abuse my sister endured with my mom. I was happy to see her go so that she didn't have to be abused anymore. All of this was going on behind the scenes. Just because it don't look like we're not being abused didn't mean we was not being. We were. It's not easy for me to say any of these parts of this episode because this brings back so many memories from our childhood. But I know that my sister is praying for healing. Our whole family is. We used to fast and she used to fast and pray for us to be saved with her pastor's wife every Monday. My sister used to always try and teach me about God and his kingdom, but she was judgmental. She rededicated when she was 23, got married and has two kids. My sister has an issue with being in secret competition with people. She was happily married until my mom started giving her marriage advice. That advice ruined her marriage and has left her shattered into pieces. She really loved her husband, but was taught these many evil ways from my mom. My sister is an undercover sex addict and alcoholic. She won't admit it because she has been taught to fake it till she make it. On the surface, you see a God-fearing woman who can quote scripture and tell you she's a prophet of God. She has read the full Bible multiple times. However, she struggled to connect with God because of her past. She hasn't truly forgiven my mom. My mom believes by her being able to talk to her, that is her showing her forgiveness. Deep down, she calls my mom to brag about her success and tear her down every chance she gets. They are each other's downfall. My mom refuses to let us grow up. She monitors us like babies and gossips about us to everyone. My mom still to this day says evil and mean things about us. I believe she hates her the most. They hate each other, but they are so much alike. My mom without knowledge taught her these evil ways. She has the, my sister has the face of God, but she gets drunk have sex out of wedlock, and speak on others' downfall. My sister has read the Bible, but hasn't applied this word to her life. My sister and I, once we got older, got close, kind of. She is a lot like my mom. Used to try to boss me around, and I'm like in my 20s now, telling me I need to stop fornicating because I was at the time. And she constantly judged me. When I got pregnant with my daughter, I was a party girl, smoking weed, drinking, 
popped a few pills here and there. My sister knew about it. Everyone knew about it. I wasn't ashamed. I was proud of it. And by this point, she had already fully rededicated her life over to God. We were living two different lifestyles. Once I found out I was pregnant, I stopped it all for my daughter. And I was and she was born drug and alcohol free. Her children were not. She drank alcohol with them both. She joined the rest, calling my daughter a demon seed, and thought my daughter would be ghetto because of the way we live and where we live. She looked down on on us until her husband got caught cheating on her. She spent so much of her time talking to me about God. She wasn't building a relationship for herself with him. Everyone else was her focus. If they wasn't living according to the Bible up to her standard, she would call you a heathen and how you got to go to church. That was back for me in 2008 through 2012. Four years I put up with her trying to run my life. My mom was trying to low-key take my daughter from me. And all I was trying to do was raise my child and live. November 22, 2012, I turned my life over to God. More like rededicated. I turned my life to God at four years old. She prayed for me that night. I was going to take my own life. She was happy for me in the beginning. Persecuted me saying I wasn't hearing from God when he would tell me to say and do things. She wanted to use me to do the work for her while she sat back and did nothing just like my mom. The closer to God I got, the further I wanted my real fam I wanted to be away from my real family. No matter how much I had changed, that grew her heart bitter. From the beginning, she was always trying to steal the attention from me for herself. She likes being the center of attention and I didn't like it. As of today, we don't talk. We bump heads. To me, she's sneaky and underhanded like my mom. She is jealous and will stop at nothing to see you fall. As of today, I have changed so many of my ways and have come so far from who they once knew me as. Matthew chapter 7 verse 1. We're going back to it and reading verse 2. Do not judge others and you will not be judged for you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. She was digging a hole for the people she was around to later fall in it. Once she found out he cheated, she exposed what was in her closet. Her sex addiction and alcohol abuse that she did in the closet. It came to the light. She goes to church on Sunday just like my granny did and is now suffering in darkness. Once God stepped into my life, he allowed me to experience freedom. Without God, I would continue to be bound to sin. The lessons that I learned from her ways is seek the face of God daily. Read your Bible, test the spirit, fast and pray. The biggest lesson is to forgive. We have to forgive to move forward in Christ. Forgiveness can open doors that no man can close. Christ died for us to be forgiven. We have to forgive. We have to 
We have all fallen short of God's glory. The enemy wants to keep secrets and hide things from God, but why? God put us all here to work together to serve him, his children in his kingdom. Lack of forgiveness will have history repeating itself. Hurt people hurt people. She grew up being the very person that I couldn't stand to be around. My mom, she is blinded by the attention she gets from others, her material possessions and judging others. We all get blinded by something. At first, the devil makes it fun and feel good until we are trapped and can't get out. Only God can get us out. But we have to live according to his will for our lives. This is the story of a young girl being taught. You have to get undressed to get money. Her beauty and charm has gotten her this far in life. She doesn't know who she truly is anymore and has lost touch with reality. It's easy to fake it, but Christ won't, but in Christ you won't make it. Father, I pray that your purpose for this episode is being fulfilled. I pray that she will receive healing from you. We have been silenced in the dark long enough. We are no longer being abused, but mentally we are still there. I pray that you will help us to live a life past our traumatic childhood. We have been broken in asking you to put us back together. Lord, thank you for sending Christ to down the cross for our sins. Help us to overcome the enemy in our lives. Help us to let go of the pain, physical, emotional, sexual, and spiritual pain. We desire you, Lord. Help us to step out of the darkness into your marvelous light. I learned the truth will set you free. I have forgiven them. I don't have to prove a point to them. That is a lie from the enemy. God has a plan for each of our lives. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, not for disaster, but to give you a future and a hope. We have a choice. We don't have to be a product of our environment. We don't have to raise our children the way we were raised. I am a living witness. Children are the future. We have a job to love, protect, and teach our children about Christ. Help us to forgive, Lord, for the sake of our children and our future generations in you. Our children will one day be a part of serving our communities in the kingdom of God. I pray you will heal us, restore us, and be our teacher. We need you, Heavenly Father. Help us to be stripped away from our past. Help us not to judge. Help us to encourage each other to live for Christ. Thank you, Lord, for this message that you have given me to share. If you don't forgive, you are placing yourself in a lion's den. Repent and turn to Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And no one gets to the Father except through him. If I can say anything to my sister, it would be, Stop judging others and stop being in denial about what you do. Putting down others to exalt yourself and forgive. Repent, for God is all-seeing and all-knowing. Speak the truth with love. This I ask in Jesus' name, that you will help us, Lord Jesus. The ones that are struggling to come to the light, help us to come to you, Lord Jesus. 
Help us to be humble. I pray that you will fill us with your power, your spirit, your love, your joy, your peace. I pray that this message will encourage, uplift, inspire us to share our testimony and how God brought us out. Help us to be stronger ambassadors of Jesus Christ in our lives. This I humbly ask in Jesus' name. Amen.